0: been a while been through some things you know it's the holiday season and I just want to say I am thankful to be here now I just got off bed rest right I was on bed rest for about a week a lot of people don't know that even though I tweeted it you know I try to be transparent so you know, remember we were talking about fake alibis. I had to tweet a real alibi <laughs> just so, you know, we can ease into the episode. So there's a reason that I go away. I would love to record every day. We we all know this. Like I talk for a living, but you know, sometimes God is like, sit your ass down <clears throat> miss want to do it all. So that's what I did. I sat down and caught up on a lot of shows, a lot of music, and um, a lot of just nonsense on the timeline. And I would like to say, be safe. You know, it's the holiday season. It's robin season. I don't know if you are familiar with that term. But yes, it's robin season. And so lock your cars. As soon as you get in it and out of it, Um, if you're shopping, put everything in the trunk, um, don't be out here flashing shit. I know you want to stunt and flex and be on your money phone, but let's be real. People are willing to risk it all for their own family this holiday season. Like times are tough. I know people was, um, you know, celebrating on the timeline saying it was a pandemic, right? But that money ran, ran dry. Like for a lot for a lot of folks. Trust me. I see it. I, I've seen it. <laughs> Early pandemic. Ooh, y'all were flexing. And now I don't really see the bling that much. Now, maybe you're smartening up and you're taking the advice of being aware of Robin season or the money's running dry. Either side of the fence that you're on, be safe out here in the streets because people are willing to take from you. I've seen packages go missing on doorsteps. I've seen chains snatched in the middle of malls. Like people don't care if you're with your family, with your kids, with your grandma, they will ask you to give it up. And my advice, I'm going to be honest, like I'm the type of bitch who won't give it up, but I have to like, think of everyone out there, give it up. Like if they want your little Teflar, you better hand it over. I know they're cute, I see everybody with one. I see everyone's shipment came in the, at the same time. That's cute. Like everyone got a bag now. I love it. Black owned business. But if someone is going to snatch it, just let it go. Because whatever is in that bag, I know it's your your iPhone that is expensive. That, I don't know, makeup that costs a lot. I don't know the wallet that has money in it and your identity but that is not worth your life. It's really not. Cause if they turn around and, you know, injure you, you're going to be looking stupid. Now, like I said, I'm going to be honest. I'm the type of bitch. (laughs) I ain't giving shit up. Like I worked hard for this shit. Kill me. Now I know that sounds crazy. (laughs) I'm, I am not like, like, completely unaware of what I'm saying but in the moment I'd be like who the fuck who are you talking to and my mom tells me all the time like someone's gonna like people don't be like scared and I'd be like neither do I like you know what I mean so just know I got it on me I don't know about y'all if if you don't learn how to get something and keep it on you legally again be safe and When it comes to the holiday season, only worry about the people who have been worried about you throughout this pandemic. You know what I mean? People wanna like break their neck and their back buying gifts for so and so who barely even checked in with them. Have they asked you, do you have Omarion? Have they even checked in on you? You know what I mean? Have they asked you about that job you got? How things are going? How that new spot you moved into is is going? Like, you know what I mean? Like, do people care about you? Worry about those individuals. Whoever came to mind as you're listening to this? Like, hmm, who cares about me? Yeah, buy them a gift. Whoever else, return it. No, I'm just playing. But I, just be smart when you when you when it comes to the Amazon wish list. Okay, when you start putting shit in the cart, think about who you're getting it for. Speaking of, because It is literally 9.30 a.m. Christmas Eve. I'm still waiting on some packages to wrap. What is wrong with me? Listen, I thought I was on it this year. I bought gifts in November. But then, you know, God sat me down. And so I was scrambling these last, like, three, four days, like, ordering shit on Amazon. I'm like, oh, my God, I hope it gets here in time. The struggle of a procrastinator. See, I know there's some out there because, listen, for... For the people I feel like who stick around to listen to this show are also procrastinators or understand procrastinators, because it's very obvious I am one. It's Christmas Eve, 930 a.m. Please, whoever listens to this like early, if you get the notification like, oh, shit, it's uploaded. What time? What time is that? Okay, let's 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 start. Let's let's start giving me a new nickname like Miss Turnaround queen you know what i mean because my turnaround time oh immaculate the first thing i just have to get off my heart because it's something that i've been following for years like oh i i'm sure i can find an old snapchat post of me being so excited of the premiere of insecure created by isa ray i was a big fan of awkward black girl of course that transitioned into insecure today, and it's the final season, like let's just take a moment to to process that it's the end of an era for something that was amazing in black. you know, isn't that just like who like, oh man, we lived through something amazing now, with that being said, this season is trash, like what's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you, Issa. Like I'm literally staring at her book on my bookshelf. Awkward black girl. She's like posing. She looks like Superwoman. Like she, like I love it. Like I love you. But what is going on? Because this is not it. I, I was patient. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to bash my good sis on the timeline like these other heathens have been doing. Talking about this season is slow. This season is boring. Where's the drama? Are we, is this really the last few episodes? Like I've seen every tweet and I've agreed, but I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to retweet or co-sign it, but damn, here we are one episode left. And I'm like, Hmm, how are things going to end now? I'm not going to try and spoil too much, but finally some drama has happened, right? With this previous episode. And it's drama that we've all been kind of waiting for. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're a true, like, you know, like watcher of the show, you just, you've been waiting for this moment, right? And so now that the moment has happened, everyone's like, wait, there's just one episode left. Like, usually after some drama, there's some, you know, there's some patching up and there's some explanation, there's some resolve. And I can't see that all happening in one episode. And so my prediction, if you asked me on what you thought I was going to, gonna think happened in the last episode of this final season is a time jump. A lot of people have predicted that on the timeline because this final season of Insecure, Issa has been doing a lot of like foreshadowing or like daydreaming of what life would be in the future with with this person, with that person, with this career, this path, like what would it look like? She's trying to like paint a picture for herself, you know, the five-year goal. And so everyone's saying, well, not everyone, but I've seen said on the timeline, which I agree, is that it's going to be a time jump of a final episode because that's all she's been thinking about this season is what is life going to be in the future with whatever I choose to do. And so where I think We're not going to get an explanation on how things ended with or possibly ended with a partner, but we're going to see something completely left field. Now, some people have predicted like she's going to end up with Daniel in the last second and it's going to be like, what? But I don't, I don't know because I hate to say it and I hope like, even though it makes sense, I don't want this happening. I don't want it to be like, I chose myself. Like, like, like that is so boring. I've seen that in so many white productions where it's like, I don't choose you. I choose me. And I'm just like, oh, I get it. But choose a nigga too, which you, you know what I mean? Like, I want to see someone actually have a happy ever after with all of what's been going on. And it's in a relationship friendship show. And so I want to see how the friendships evolve and I want to see the relationships evolved. And so I need answers Issa because all season long you've just been giving me just some low, just some low moments, like, my favorite scenes don't come from this season, and, oh, I hate to lay it on, you know, but might as well just get it out, I, I, like, the costume, like, the, like, the outfits this season have been, like, my least favorite, too, like, Usually I'm like, damn, easy, you fly though. Like you be broke, your car be breaking down, you drive an Uber. You know what I mean. But you fly. I haven't really thought that this season. Um, I thought that with her hair for sure. Not so much the outfits. I'm like, damn, did the like, what is going on HBO Max? Like, I hope you're not doing my girl dirty because I do see also on the timeline people say that HBO Max or HBO is horrible at wrapping up shows and I don't know if I can agree to that because I'm not think I I don't know how many HBO shows I've seen the only one that really comes to mind that stands out that had a horrible ending is Game of Thrones but I mean that's nowhere near um insecure maybe Girls is was Girls an HBO show if so then maybe like because that didn't really end cool but Girls is very white. And so I don't Isa, I need answers. I need answers. I'm very curious of your predictions. I know like again, it's Christmas Eve and I think the episode comes out the day after Christmas. And so listen to this quickly and let me know your predictions and let's all watch on Sunday together and we'll tweet about it. Okay. Next topic. Oh man. Oh, okay. What if Meg the stallion was lying? (laughs) I'm just going to get straight, just straight to it. What if she was lying about being shot by Tory Lanez? Like, let's just put it out there. What if she was lying? Cause I've been, I'm, 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 I'm being asked that by people in the streets, (laughs) by people in the streets. I mean, like of my like three friends who care about like keeping up with like pop culture, just like the culture. And so I've been asked like, you know, listen, evidence isn't looking too good for, for Meg's side, because listen, there's no gun residue on Tori. It was on her friend, Kelsey, who was also in the vehicle. Um, there has been no bullet fragments like collected from that night. And, Tori still hasn't been charged with shooting anyone. Like that's like a big telltale too, because usually when you shoot someone and it's obvious that if you've been shot, you do a little jail time for it. And he has not for that, um, only for possession with him, I think being on probation or something like that. And so back to the original question, what if Meg was lying or she got the story wrong and she still is running with a lie, yada, yada, yada. I feel like my opinions, my, me personally, if you've been like listening to the show will remain the same. I've always said like, you know, if Tori is telling the truth, like, okay, good for him, but he's still along this process that showed me he really ain't like, like a cool person. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, all right, I'll exonerate you from, you know, this horrible thing that has been put on you, but also realize that, while this was happening, you were also like, coming for a lot of like just women in the industry who just wanted to make sure their girl was good like just because they didn't rush to your side doesn't mean you had to then come in and make songs about them tearing them down like tearing down Kalani, Jojo, Dream Doll like he has a song specifically (laughs) to tear down women black women specifically is like what I'm concerned about and so it's protect It still protects black women at the end of the day but i yes i'm looking at meg with the side eyes yes yes of course because you you ran a man dry with legal fees and you know ran his name through the mud knowing that it wasn't true and i'm kind of like nervous for that to be the outcome but again the evidence isn't looking too good um I'm really curious of like, the outcome of this this is definitely gonna go down in like the history and like hip hop you know we always talk about like oh my gosh Biggie and Pac right we always talk about like oh little Kim going to jail and so like I feel like this is one of those like staples in history that we're gonna talk about in our little history books when we're being ratchet and looking back on time like oh remember when C murder went to jail oh remember when when Tori was was accused you know so yeah it's gonna be one of those meg 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 listen if if you are indeed lying it's i feel like it's not gonna do too much to like brand deals because i feel like at the end of the day like nike doesn't care about the outcome of a trial i might be reaching, I don't know the mind of Nike's like development, but I don't feel like they would then snatch her campaigns because she lied on a man. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll have some moral say in the conversation and do that, but I don't see it happening. Um, should it, Mm, that's the real question. Yes. Um, if you lied on a black man, for years, and he's lost money, opportunities, career path yes you deserve like because that's exactly what we'd be complaining about when we watch these videos online of like white people calling wolf and like crying wolf and calling the police on black people for like frivolous reasons because they don't have like a a key uh, a key fob to get into their apartment building and like all of a sudden the police are being called on you by an old white lady because she thinks you're trying to break in or something and so i feel like the that white person who called the police falsely who didn't even like think to ask the man hey like you live here right and just let him in um should have some consequences should be fined of some sort should lose out on something and so same thing goes for meg like that's the same thing you're out here crying wolf you know the real situation or you haven't really inquired to see the real situation because if you look at the evidence if if they say Tori didn't have a shirt on and they just came from a pool party and he doesn't have gun residue on him, how do you do it? How do you do it? And that's that's what I'm going to leave that on. But, oh, no, wait, oh, I do have to mention. It is also extra nasty. you know. And also, you know, I'm a black woman from Texas. Like, I'm supposed to be repping you. But it's also nasty that if you were indeed lying and you knew, you know, of li- your, you were lying, it's extra nasty because you played on the social climate of today. Like, you know, you're out here saying, you know, you know, it's protect black women. I've been shot. Like y'all are gaslighting me and really pulling on heartstrings on tweets and live streams, talking about like, how dare y'all like you shot me like, and I'm, you know, I'm a girl and mm if it's all a lie, that just looks extra nasty. And and, okay, that's all I'm going to say. Let's move on. Um, let's be a little, little messy. Well, not messy, but let's just report on the news. Um, relationship goals, right? So little Dirk proposed to what's this girl's is it India? I think so. Um, he, he proposed to his girl, right? And so a lot of people have been saying like, oh my gosh, they're so cute relationship goals. And then recently (laughs) home girl who just got proposed to and said yes to little Dirk, she posts a, you know, a, a family photo of her little Dirk and all of little Dirk's kids. And he has eight total. I think he might have one with India. I don't know. But he has eight total and I know they're not all with her. And so everyone was like, oh, wait, I don't know if this is relationship goals anymore (laughs) because I don't know if I'd be able to sign on to eight children. And I'm just like, damn, like some of these people just be out here like future young thug, like people be having like a gang of kids. And I don't like I don't care how cool you are. That is something you have to kill consider to sign up for and I don't know if that's in my relationship goals but I want y'all to just like be careful of like what you're trying to manifest and, um, <laughs> and, and put into your life. Cause a lot of people be on this internet talking about, you know, their relationship goals. And I don't know if you know what is going on behind the scenes and another relationship that we all thought was goals, but ended up not to be is Megan good and her church going light skin husband from empire. Um, <laughs> I don't know his name. That's why I just have to describe him very well. Um, I think was, was he an empire? Yeah. I think he was a guy from empire. He was the oldest brother who had, who um, was bipolar, um, because that was like his, his storyline. And then he had a white wife on the show of empire. That was also part of his storyline. And so he and Megan good been together for years, married, you know, real real front facing with their faith and like their black love. I think they've done tons of like interviews and maybe have written a book, don't quote me, but I think they have published some type of literature, just, um, sharing the steps to having a a successful relationship like them. And then bam, divorce file for divorce. And so just be careful of what you're out here saying as goals and what you're trying to manifest for your life, because what's going on in someone's life you may not know all about, like pull that curtain back. The wizard is not what you thought it was. <laughs> so just a, a word of advice. It's cute to look from afar because trust me, I love like being googly eyed for Tiana and Iman, but You know, I'm not trying to say that they're not going to last, but I can't say I know what it's really like to be in that relationship because I'm not them. But hey, their family looks beautiful. Like they are beautiful. Like they're so talented. Like Iman just won the season of Dancing with the Stars. Like they're just beautiful people. And so, but I'm not going to just be on the internet talking about, oh my gosh, like, I want to have a relationship just like them. Cause I don't know. Cause from, from my reports, their relationship is kind of open. And so that ain't, that ain't even me. (laughs) Okay. Next topic. (laughs) Um, Christmas themed music. Okay. Let's, let's talk about this for a little bit. Christmas themed music. Okay. Okay. We all know that there's classic Christmas songs, right? There's Santa Baby, Jingle Bells, but I feel like there's been a high increase of people like trying to chase a remix or a remake of a Christmas song and I'm not feeling it. I don't like it at all. Um my advice that if you're trying to make a holiday Christmas theme song, Don't try to remake an old classic, make your own song, make your own version, like your own music that is Christmas themed. You know what I mean? Like don't try and remix Santa Baby because we already know what Santa Baby version we like. We already know what type what this Christmas version we like. And like we're not gonna like yours. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna be honest with you. And so be like Chance the Rapper and uh Jeremiah and like make their own Christmas songs. Be like Gucci and the rest of like his crew, like with so icy Christmas. Like he has like, you know, the 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 jingle bells sounds in the background, but you know, it's a new B and they, they they still who they are you know it's robin season and so we're gonna rap about it and so I feel like that's the lane that people should like aim for versus like trying to be the new Mariah Carey because Mariah Carey has a lot of these down already so you're really thinking you're gonna take Mariah Carey's spot no make your own song make your own music and if we can, just not, you know, like we really got enough Christmas songs. I don't know about y'all, but it's like, it's, it's only for a month. Like, what are we doing? You're making music to not be listened to as soon as the new year hits. Like, I don't know if some people understand that. Cause like you put a lot of effort in this Christmas song and this Christmas music video just for me to not want to play it anymore. Come cr- like December 26th. <laughs> So, like, I don't know if niggas even think, but let's move on. So, on my timeline, I've seen people debating who could go against Jay-Z in a versus battle, right? If you know me, <laughs> I am not the hugest Jay-Z fan, right? I've always marketed, I've always said that, right? I've never shied away from that statement. I will admit this year, I think it was in the summer, I went back and listened to Jay-Z's full discography. Like I listened to every album, every album um and when I say every I mean every because some people are probably thinking oh even the nasty canceled ones yes I feel like I had to get a full grasp of what this nigga has done in his career and I'll admit it's amazing right I understand why he would be in your top 5 he's he may not be in mine Every, every time I think of a top five, cause you know, it, it fluctuates, it changes depending on the, the season and my mood, but Jay-Z isn't my favorite rapper. And so with that being said, I for sure think there's a rapper that th- I, that can go against Jay-Z and win that that's Dwayne Carter. Like, come on, little Wayne. Does anyone know Weezy F baby? <laughs> Does anyone know, like, the the battery that was in his back from, like, 05 to, like, 09? Like, do y'all know his run now? Of course. People are like, do you know jay Z's? But I feel like with Lil Wayne, and it might be biased because I'm from the South, as people would say maybe. Like, I'm biased because I'm from the South. But I'm from Texas. I'm, like, I'm not from Louisiana. But okay. Like, there's a feeling with Lil Wayne's music. Like, like, it's a different feeling. I feel like he takes us on more journeys and sounds as a rapper. Like, he was able to do a lot of unthinkable, unheard of with his rapping to where it's like, when it's on you're like amazed because you're like, damn, I forgot he did this. I forgot he rapped the alphabet and made it sound cool. I forgot he said this backwards and made it sound cool. I forgot the acronym and F meant this in this song and made it, he made it sound cool. I don't know that many moments or things I can say about Jay-Z songs. And again, I freshly revisited his entire catalog entire catalog and then little wayne i'm not even thinking of like the mixtape era like there's so many versions of little wayne and i may be like i don't know writing his dick really hard right now but little wayne i feel like is exactly what he claimed to be an alien like he is a martian like he is from not here and I've never thought that with Jay-Z. Like, I've never listened to a Jay-Z bar and been like, man, that's out of this world. Like, where do you even come up with this? Like, I can see, like, the thought process of a Jay-Z. Like, I I feel like I understand it more as for, like, Wayne has blown me away. And so, again, when the music is on, I feel like it's, it, it gets a bigger reaction. Again, I might be biased because I'm from the South, but when it comes to this Jay-Z talk, I'm just like, mm, uh, Lil Wayne has entered the chat. Like, it's just, it's so obvious. And I will also say, like, why do we exclude Beyonce? Like, I know everyone's trying to, like, pin Beyonce against, like, a Mariah Carey or, like, I don't even know who they're trying to say, but why did Alicia Keys and John Legend verse makes sense but why can't a jay-z and beyonce work why can't a drake and nikki one work like Why can't we be battle of the sexes versus like, let's switch it up. And I've been saying this for many pods now, because I feel like it's right there. Like it's low hanging fruit. Like, what are we doing? Like y'all are trying really hard to force these other matches that don't make sense when the obvious ones are right there. Like Drake should only battle Nikki. Like that's me, but I don't know. Like other people say differently. It should be Kanye. It should be, I don't know. But like, if we had to choose another male, go against Jay-Z, my money is always on Lil Wayne. My money is on (laughs) the nigga who comes from another planet. Like, that's just me. That is just me. I've been way more influenced, blown away. He has way more quotables. Like, when his music comes on, like, man, it's a moment. Even, like, even just like the covers on his mixtapes. uh, Let me stop because Lil Wayne has grown to be like a semi-coon. And so I shouldn't even be praising this man so much, but I have to acknowledge like the greatness of Mr. Carter. And they have a song together called Mr. Carter because both of their last names are Carter. And you know what Jay-Z says in that song? Lil Wayne is the heir to my throne. Like he says, you are like, you're, you're the next up You're king. Like I'm out, I'm bowing. That's when he did his little fake retirement and shit. Like he knew to, if he had to choose someone like to pass the baton to another nigga who he feels like is as great as me, little Wayne, he's already said it. Listen, go back to Mr. Carter. (laughs) Have you heard the Carter three? I think it came out. What? I don't know, it's 06, 07, I don't know. Do your homework. Oh. <laughs> but yes, if I had to choose someone to go against Beyonce, I think it should be her husband. Moving on, Um, let's talk about some shows. Let's switch it up because I'm, I'm getting tired of talking about these rappers. Okay, so I told you I was on bed rest, right? And so when I was on bed rest, I binged watched um two shows, Harlem, Harlem starring Megan Good, we talked about her earlier. Also star- starring that one guy that looks like Drake but is like cuter than Drake but like I'ma still choose Drake. You know that guy? Yeah, he's in the show. Um, it's about like four friends, relationships, friendships uh, jobs, careers. It's, it's a good show. It's very black. It's very cute. I love the fashion. It's very strong in the fashion department. I feel like every scene is a moment when it comes to the coats and the jewelry and the hair, like in the hats, like they're very like fashion oriented in the show. They're really trying to be like black sex in the city And that's why I'm here for it because we should have our versions of that. We should not have to like go to that show to feel like, oh, like, well, I watch it for the fashion. No, watch Harlem for the fashion. It's right there too, but just in black. And I love it. Um, I will say that the ending of the show leaves you on a huge cliffhanger. They do that so they can get a season two. And I hate it because it's like, how can you leave me on that big of a cliffhanger? And to end a season, I was like wait a minute what like y'all just slapped me in the face that's how I felt I don't know if y'all watched Harlem watch it on Amazon Prime if you don't got a code depending on who hits me up first I might let you use mine okay all right <laughs> but it, I feel like it's worth watching and it's a easily bingeable show oh and then honorable mention I love Whoopi Goldberg in it she plays Megan Good's boss um, I love Whoopi, I like Whoopi, she's a strong black woman, I just like her, she's she's strong, just, I love her on The View, you know, she's the voice of reason, I love how, like, she's a black person who's the voice of reason on that, that messy show, and so, yes, because usually they always try to paint the black person as the troublemaker, the one who is the loud one, you know, like the, like the, um, Tamar of the panel, but she is, she's the opposite, she is the voice of reason, but anyway, I also watched a show on Netflix called 20 somethings. Now, the reason why I even put it on my TV is because one, I love reality TV. You know, I love a good trash TV show and the show I guess for season one, um, is, was based in Austin, Texas. And I'm like, what? That's right up the road, right down the street for me, like an hour away. And so I was like, let me tune in. Let me see how accurate the, you know, the crane shots are, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) let me see the city limits um and so I tuned in to this show called 20 somethings it's a group of 20 something year olds I believe it's like eight individuals four guys four girls living in two separate houses but next door to each other there's hookups there's drama there's you know um uh career like thought and development and path of like trying to think of like what your next step is as a 20 something year old it's very cute it's like a coming of age type of uh reality show it's like a scaled down real world that they're not there for the social experience they're there for to to plant their feet and be someone in Austin and I really appreciated that in the show because usually when we see that coming of age, plant your feet type of show, it's in Los Angeles, New York, Atlanta, Chicago, like that's usually like the main cities that the media try to paint in movies and TV shows as like the go to as if you're if if you're a slave and you was on the Underground Railroad, where would you head? Like it's one of those cities. I listed when in reality like me as the new Harriet I'm gonna go to Austin because Austin is thriving and this is nothing new like people have been moving and traveling to Texas like since i can remember since like whenever we got a new student in elementary or middle school they would be like yeah my my parents got a job here and they said it was better to move here like you know what i mean like they always had a similar story unless it was like the katrina years like then obviously you had a different reason for moving to texas but it's it has been a secret that texas is Um, a bang for your buck when it comes to like real estate and space and like opportunity too. And so for Austin to be highlighted in a show like this, oh, I was so thankful. I was like, yay i'm not gonna lie the show is a sprinkle of like whitewash now there's two black people and two other or three other people of color on the show and so like the numbers are like in our favor but like the the tone the way it's filmed and like the the spots that they they go to to go out very white very whitewashed i will say um, I did like the people they chose because they were annoying. Um, and I feel like that gets, I like, I like to hate watch things. Like when I watched the first season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, like I hate Jocelyn. Like, uh, who is this calling Mimi a maid when that's her man? You know what I mean? I'm just annoyed by Jocelyn, but I'm tuning in every week to see what Jocelyn's about to do. And so that's the, like type of watching I was doing for 20 somethings. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but there's this girl named Abby on the show, white girl, blonde hair, very like, um, I'm the victim. And I've, I've, I see it on full display in a lot of other reality shows, but like on this one, it was just like, oh my gosh, like under your skin, like very obvious that I'm playing the victim. I'm a white girl and I usually get what I want. And I don't, I don't like how this is going. So I'm going to pout. I'm going to whine. And I don't, it was like, oh my gosh, there's people like you and you're going to fit right into Austin. (laughs) Like, Oh, this show is for you. Um, But other than that, like, I felt like it was heavy on the adolescence um, as for the people that they chose for this show. Um, It's called 20 somethings. But mind you, there was nobody that was 29, 28, 27. I don't think I don't even think 26. Like everyone was in their younger 20s and still very much figuring out what they even wanted or needed to do in life. Like they're working at coffee shops. They're still trying to figure out what they do better. like someone's trying to be a comedian someone's trying to be a fashion designer so people are still trying to like I said before plant their feet so you know it's it's one of those shows where it's like if you're a little bit older you might not relate as much because you might seem like oh well, I've already been through that because there's some virgins on the show you know people who haven't moved out of their parents house and so that's that was years ago for me. And so, you know, so I wasn't really on the um relatable train, but it was cute uh, again to see Austin, Texas on display as a thriving city to move to and a place to find opportunity. And so watch the show, let me know what you think. Let me know what are your thoughts of that white girl Abby and her victim, you know, um <laughs> her victim being <laughs> And, um, yeah. Oh, and then there's a fine black man named Kamari. Perfect skin glowing. Like, oh my gosh. Tune in for him too. Any scene, he has his shirt off. It's worth sitting up on, like sit on the edge of your seat. Like it's, it's all worth tuning in for. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, let's talk about some music back to these rapping niggas. Um, Russ, he dropped a new album, Chomp Two. It's it's very good, very bar heavy, very rapidy rap. And so, if you're not in the mood for that, don't turn it on. But if you definitely want to hear, like, you know what, I want to hear like the Jada Kiss feature. I want to hear a Papoose feature. Like, I want to hear Russ spar and go back and forth with other great rappers, where they're like, "Ooh, who did better than who?" like i love that and so i tuned in i enjoyed it um i would recommend it to people who actually enjoy rapping like i know we like rap songs but do you enjoy rapping um and if you do listen to chomp too uh, oh i love the new project by saucy santana saucy santana is the one who sings that song walk um and he also sings a uh, material girl <laughs> and so he um he dropped his new project it's very fun um it's along the lines to me as like zach fox's project where it's just pure like just pure fun. Like he's talking his shit. He's talking about, you know, being that bitch and like, that's something I can relate to. Okay. And so if you're just needing some turn up music or just some music to just like cheer you up and like put a smile on your face, cause it's just fun. Saucy Santana. Like that's my go-to. Um, I'm also very proud of dream doll and her feature on the Rick Ross album. She's on the song wiggle. Um Dream Doll has come a long way. Like she, she at first was someone that we hated on Bad Girls Club because she was a bully. Um she went away for a while, rebranded, came back, you know, um apologized for her previous actions, proved that she can rap. She might she may have been a little excessive on like trying to fit this image, like visually, I'm not going to go deep into that because that's her business. And if you choose to alter your face or your body, that's a decision you choose to make and whatever makes you happy. Right. Um, but, mm, you know, maybe a little overboard, but dream doll like has come a long way and she's finally like been able to like land these big like looks and so shout out to her making it on the rick ross album um and then also uh jam the project uh public displays of affection by money long um her song has been like trending for a while hours and hours it's like this popular love song that a lot of people are using on tiktok um, but the whole project itself is good. So like, go back to whatever streaming service you use for music and actually find the projects. Cause I know we hear stuff on TikTok or like, viral videos and like we just learned the song and the lyrics but like no one does the research of like who sings the song and where the song even came from (laughs) and so let's do a little bit more research in 2022 okay when it comes to these artists because they deserve like more streams like there might be more songs on that project that you enjoy you know okay Um, and so that's really all I really wanted to hit on. I will say that our next episode, which I will try to drop, if not on New Year's right before of you know, list, it's list season. Um, in addition to robbing season, this is like also the time of year where everyone drops a list of their favorite things. And so I am, in addition to talking about favorite things is I'm going to talk about some shit I didn't like either. You know me. So, um, (laughs) in addition to talking about top favorite albums, favorite songs, favorite people. We're also going to talk about like biggest, like what the fuck moments of the year or like shows I just couldn't make, make it through. I couldn't watch fully like shows I gave up on. <laughs> <laughs> some movies that just didn't make the cut when it comes to like shit I would rewatch again, you know. So like we gonna really get into some shit that like happened throughout the year. Um, definitely um send some suggestions on what should be talked about because you know <laughs> a bitch be winging it sometime. <laughs> Okay. So, um, feel free to send some suggestions, um, stream this on wherever you get your podcast from. I feel like if you're listening now, I don't have to tell you where that is. Um, I realize how silly that has been sounding for the last five years. Me telling you where to stream this when you're already streaming it. Anyways, in the meantime, and you know, before we come back with another and final episode of the year of 2021, sip some tea.